But if you're a good white, you actually want to help, join me. I'm not even joking. This is my, this is my plan. It's called the Kindness Conspiracy. It's random acts of kindness for black people. Do something nice for a black person just because they're black. And you got to make sure they don't deserve it. It's a very important part of it. They can't deserve it. The same way all them years they did terrible things to black people just because they're black and they didn't deserve it. Hi, Dave. It's Bill Murray from Charleston. I hope you're well. I just want to tell you, I, I, I'm not seeing you, but I tried that. You um, do a nice thing for a black person for no good reason and it's fucking great dave that's really really working that's really great and i'm now uh, i i'm i'm telling people that i think uh might accept the idea it's just great i hope you're great um i've only seen you do stuff lately so i hope that's all okay um i saw you on tv once or twice but I hope you're having a good holiday and you're taking care of yourself. And uh, and I just want to compliment you on that one. Okay. Thank you, sir. Bye. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. do this by myself. Boy, if the right niggas is with me, I'm gonna do this shit. Black folks in Ohio, Tony Morrison. Black folks in Ohio is scary. It's scary. You have no idea how scary it is. I'm in a, a <laughs> land dispute with the whites. If you can imagine such a thing. They're saying crazy things like, that nigger has all the money. <laughs> White people in America right now are literally losing their minds. Like, literally. I'm not, I'm just not joking, not exaggerating. So I'm walking down the street. I'm with two sane white people and an insane white person across the street screams at me. Goes, David, what do you what do you really think of Candace Owens? She goes, Cause, <laughs> he goes, because because she's the best black woman I know. Is what he says. I said, well, I can introduce oh you to others, <laughs> and it escalates. 
Yeah, now me and this white boy is yelling at each other from across the street, and, and people start coming out of the shops, and like like a crowd forms. Oh my God, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, yeah it was terrible racial undertones, and it, it devolves all the way into man, fuck yeah, fucking do, like just like nothingness. The last thing he said, I'll never forget it. He, he goes, everything's upside down. Because <laughs> he had said something about how poor he was. And I said, well, I don't have those kind of problems. <laughs> and he screamed to the heavens, everything's upside down. Everything's upside down. Everything's upside down. <laughs> he literally said that in real life. I wonder why nobody don't like me. Or is it a fact that I'm ugly? I wonder why nobody don't like me. Or is it a fact that I'm ugly? See, my thing with people like that, this is my thing. Hitler was a horrible, horrible, horrible person. But the Nazis, they thought they were good guys. Yeah, they did. They yes, thought they, they were did. good guys. They thought they were doing right. And my thing is like, now we have to push back because, look, people can do whatever they want to do, but they don't get to walk around here talking about they good guys. I'm sorry. I agree. I'm sorry. You do what you're going to do, and we're going to fight, and we're going to struggle about it. But, you know, you're the fucker Imperial Trooper. You're the Nazi. You, you, these motherfuckers out here, because people do not push back. Everything's upside down. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, motherfucker, you are a dumb motherfucker who's uneducated. That's who you are. You are not a patriot. You sound like the voice inside of my brain. Inside of your brain, it's all over Twitter. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. You sound like the voice of a transcript of one of your exchanges earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't argue with these people. I'd be like, first of all, let's talk about your uh, wardrobe. <laughs> You're not qualified <laughs> to have this exchange with me. Just based on the shapes that you chose to cover your body. <laughs> the shapes. I think that's my main <laughs> critique of the current lifestyle. The proverbial they make it appear as though your life has to be meaningless. There ain't nothing to do but shop or eat around this motherfucker or go see a movie. You know, it's all opiates, it's all escapes, or grinding. Or grinding. Or grinding. And even the people who make art, who make the place feel better, we're grinding. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, we should be soaring and flying and, and wearing right white robes like philosophers and figuring <laughs> shit out. Shut your mouth! Welcome back. To the Midnight Miracle.
This shit is called A Magnificent Day for Exorcism. And it's about how we gonna deal with this shit unless we have a, a exorcism with all the evil from the beginning of this shit. How do we atone if we don't extract? Within ourselves and the country. John, I don't know if this is for public consumption. Tell him about that Rogers Ailes meeting. So I had gone to O'Reilly because it was so outrageous what they were doing in that moment. So he and I had a heated conversation about it. And while I was over in the Fox studio, and I don't know if, if you've ever spent time in the Fox studio, but when you walk through the halls, it's like that scene in Indiana Jones where he walks through and all the little kids come out from the mine that are like, <laughs> free us, take us with you. So I'm walking through the halls and somebody comes up to me afterwards and goes, Mr. Ailes would like to see you. Now, anybody who knows me knows I hate this motherfucker with a, with a passion. I believe him to be uh, one of the chief purveyors of, he's a poison peddler. He's, he's the cyanide factory in Bhopal. He is Chernobyl and has metastasized a hatred and mainstreamed it in the virulence and made it acceptable. And he's, I view him as one of the more catastrophic forces in American society. But a meeting's a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk me through there and it is like you're walking through these weird hallways and it's like going to see somebody who's in a DEFCON 5 location. Like he's been secreted away into the silo. So it's all very protected and all that. And I walk in the office and he's sitting there. Now, there are very few people that you will meet that are a physical manifestation of their own toxicity. Like when they were designing Roger Ailes, they were like, you know, this man is, is what would botulism look like? Oh my God. <laughs> if, it were, if it was wearing suspenders, you know, that kind of shit. So I walk in and the first thing he says to me is, how are your children, Nathan and Maggie? Now, I don't know this man, but what he's saying to me is, I can hurt you, because I know what you love. And that said everything I needed to know. How do we atone if we don't extract? Fox News and, and that entire genre is broadcast out of the back of that man's head. And it's purposeful, and it's designed to bring noise into the debate to make clarity, to make trust more difficult, to devalue expertise while exerting dictatorial authority. And that's his whole game. And we just spent an hour. He was telling me I owe him fucking money because if it weren't for him, I wouldn't make any money. And I kept trying to explain to him, I would gladly live in a yurt if you would go away. Oh, wow. And it was just brutal. I heard from Dixon that it literally looked like a battle of good versus evil. I believe <laughs> I believe the Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader lightsaber fight yeah, was yeah, yeah. the imagery he used. I mean, he's been at it since Nixon, right? At it since Nixon and purposeful since Nixon. When he was with Nixon, he was like, you know what we need? A news organization that'll stop people from hearing this truth and broadcast them our truth. Our, they've built, built a parallel society. That's where we're fucked. Everything's upset. These people are fake.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. In case you haven't noticed, it's hard to trust anything you hear right now. Another person claiming it's racist to have a white Santa. For all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. We're in danger. I'm in danger. We're at war. Us has this week, They've built a parallel universe that so no matter what you say, you should wear a mask. Really? Well, the doctor at Freedom Hospital says it actually gives you cancer. You ever meet him, Dave? Did you ever meet Ailes? No. I would remember if I met somebody that fucked up looking. Yeah. Botulism? What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a beanbag chair with eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not benign. Like, that's the thing that I had the hardest. It's one of the reasons why I left the show. Like, it, for all the anger, for all those moments where you felt like, oh, yeah, I debated O'Reilly or all that, like, Shit just got worse. Impotent rage at a certain point is just so corrosive to you as a person. Like, and that's how I felt. I felt like I know who you are. I know how fucking disgusting what you do is. I've told people it. I broadcasted it every night and it does nothing. You began to wonder like, is what I'm doing amplifying the very thing that I find so destructive? They're 24 seven, so they're relentless, right? They're purposeful, intentional, and relentless. A toxin that powerful, the cadence has to be much stronger. Like, you start to believe that there's an impact that can be had. And what you realize is if you really want to make that happen, you have to build a parallel infrastructure. You got to ails it. What in the fuck is wrong with these people? I'm Don Lemon. The president of the United States is racist. This guy is the worst ever. He is the worst president we have ever. Washington, D.C. looks like a, a war zone right now because the big line in the election was stolen. No, I don't. Apparently, in West Africa, there was uh, a group of believing people, praying people, who were also legendarily known for their fighting skills. 
and they were opposing the colonial forces at that time. And they made a calculated decision about how they would engage. They, and they had never been beaten. They said, if we fight them, we will lose. Not because we will lose the actual physical exchange, but we have to be careful for this enemy because the way that they fight, we run the risk of becoming like them from fighting them. We run the risk of becoming like them from fighting them. Express yourself. If you're not angry, you're either a stone or you're too sick to be angry. You should be angry. But what are you doing? You, now, mind you, there's a difference. You must not be bitter. That's Let me show you why. Bitterness is like cancer. It eats upon the host. It doesn't do anything to the object of its displeasure. So use that anger, yes. You write it, you paint it, you dance it, you march it, you vote it, you do everything about it, you talk it. Never stop talking it. If you want a legal status in whatever country you were, is it at all possible that you could claim refugee status from the United States? I'd like to return to my country, but I'm afraid. That's a really interesting question. I think it's a legitimate dilemma. If I were you, comfortable in an undisclosed location, and face the daunting task of coming back to a burning America, this racially tense. And it is. The first feature that I find interesting about the, the conversation now about race in America is that a lot of emphasis is put on police brutality, and understandably so. But I think one of the things that's not mentioned enough is how just tense, to say the least, it is on the street for the average black person in America today. I'm not saying that World Star is like my, a primary news source for me, but whenever I go on World Star, it is. it's mine. <laughs> I pity the country. I pity the state and the mind of a man who thrives on hate. How many times do you have to see somebody like having some like nigger seizure uh, at the at the Walmart or the Piggy Wiggly just for no good reason? Nigger, 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 nigger monkeys, nigger. They're just some crazy dude in the parking lot that don't want to move his space and it's like you nigger, 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 nigger. nigger, nigger. They got to start having nigger attacks, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you don't know what to do with these people. It's like, what should, should you call the police or, like, a medical health care professional because somebody's, like, in a, you know, they're having a crisis or an episode? What do they expect black people to do, start crying when they when you when you call us nigger? Like, it's like, you know, it's a... Uh... I might be one of the only black dudes you know that call the police on white people on a regular basis. <laughs> Hello, police, they've come back again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is there. Sorry to call you at home, but I figured it'd be faster. <laughs> they pull me, pawn me. They're seeking to draw me. Away from the roundness of the light. They are 
caricatures of the human condition. It's fucked up. They bullet hoarding, toilet paper hoarding, dirty t-shirt having, over-opinionated motherfuckers. <laughs> if I see one more motherfucker in a dirty t-shirt talking about, I need to hear more about their foreign policy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're having these conversations about good and evil because people are doing heinous acts in public and justifying them. People are acting as if they don't know the difference between right and wrong and saying that right and wrong or good and evil are basically subjective experiences, which is not completely true. Saying that good and evil are subjective is in and of itself... Evil. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> right. To kill somebody over a $20 discrepancy is permissible because it's legal. So it may be legal, but it may not be just. If it's a crisis on that basic a level, then I don't know if the future is worth living in a society like that. Because you're always going to have to return to these type of polemics about basic things. You know, life is sacred. The fact that we have to say Black Lives Matter or that it has to be said at all, and that the response to that from some people is all lives matter, it's like, yes, dumbbell. That's what I'm saying, including mine. The fact that I have to say that my life matters in a society is a problem. And, I, and it really, it's more of a problem than we even sometimes have the emotional bandwidth to absorb. And we don't like to address some of these issues as a nation in all of their seriousness because we've been spending such a huge time, at least in the last 50 years, amusing ourselves away from any real resolution or any recognition of shortcoming, fault, doubt, anything else. It's just like win, 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 win. It's like, you know, the whole shit is just like a T-Pain victory lap. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's ridiculous. There's no place for like real national mourning. There's no place for real inventory. But then when you get some of these people who are so entrenched in their backwardness, and they're just running around, you know, at the at the local Piggly Wiggly, the Walmart. You the, said the, Piggly the, Wiggly. The, 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 the movie theater, like, this has nothing to do with police. This is neighbor to neighbor, countryman to countryman, you know, people whipping out guns. This is a huge, huge problem. I pity the country. I pity the state. And the mind of a man who thrives on hate. Hold on, Q-Tip is calling. I want to put him on. Hey yo, hey yo, come on, what's up? Who the fuck calling me by my government? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I did it. What's up, Tip? Don't what's up me, nigga. What's up, Tip? How's everybody doing? We're good. How are you, man? So Better good to hear your voice. Yes, sir. What's going on over there in, uh, in Swingsville? <laughs> <laughs> we was talking about good versus evil, and now we're talking to you. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I'm glad I came <laughs> so, on this God. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about, like, where we are, right, with everything. And I'm trying to think, like, over the past probably 30 years, what has been the great diplomatic currency that America has given to the world. 
Is it like innovation? Cultural. Is it tech? Is it? Oh, come on, bro. That's right. Most just said it. The cultural contribution of African-Americans is the only quintessential American thing. Everything else was, comes from somewhere else. Even though we were African, we were, our, our history but was... But America, I understand that. And that's certainly true. And but I know you understand it. I'm saying that's the thing. The original sin of America produced some of the greatest Americans. They downtrod us and then they raise us up. Muhammad Ali is quintessential American production. Jazz music. They don't raise us up. We we happen in spite of them, not because of them. And they all right, and they have to jump on board. They don't raise us up, but they have to jump on board. We get up. Every time we get up. So then what, what how do we leverage that? How would one leverage that into in the quagmire that we in? The beauty of what we do. Run, run for your lives. <laughs> get, get out of there. The building's on fire. No, no, no. If the building's on fire, my God, man, with the water that'll put it out. Listen, this country, as bad as it is and with all its faults, is my primary point of reference. And yours and yours and yours. Yasin Bey, you out in space right now, but you're in our space program. We made you, we built you, we nurtured you, we supported you, we loved you, and we are enabling you to do all the amazing things that we know that you could do, which is why you're the guy. It's all of us. We bring what we can back, we give what we can back, but just the fact that we make a way, that we cut a path out, that someone can follow, well, that's very valuable. It's a wild paradox that we are. It's a wild paradox that we live in, and I don't think any patriot could be more patriotic than an African-American because we don't even know where to go if we had to go home and everyone else gets to know. We don't know what language we spoke. We don't know anything about our past because they systematically erased it from us. But we have each other as a wonderful point of reference. And all of our music, all of our culture, all of our poetry is about the same energy that makes us survive a nightmare and make it beautiful. Not just for us, well, for everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The beauty of who we are as artists and, and people who express themselves, whether it be athletically, intellectually, or creatively, is that we're kind of obtuse or we, we, we kind of uh, unconventional. 
And some of that unconventional thinking leads to innovation, which is where the innovation needs to happen. And I use that in a very bare Webster's term as it applies to, you know, the constituency here because it needs to be redone because the way it stands now, it does not work. What has made it work, unbeknownst to the people who put it up, was this kind of convenient. Us being able to have these kind of conversations, these kind of conversations privately and publicly. So I think that we have to ask ourselves those questions. And once we come up with that plan, we're going to have to blow it up and then reinstitute something that's more whole that looks truly like America because if you look at the ideas of America when it was written just on that paper, you know, taking everybody from all shores and we want the best of all of you, it's a beautiful sentiment. But unfortunately, it wasn't intended for everybody. There's three names I'm gonna say. It's Jack Johnson, it's Quincy Jones, and Yasin Bey. The best way to prove that Black Lives Matter is to live an outstanding Black life. In spite of everything they do, no matter what they say, I'm going to be as excellent as God made me. Or as close to that as I could possibly be. And the reason I say those three names is because Jack Johnson said something that I found very profound. At the end of his life, he said, I risked everything for my pleasure. It's just such a human thing to want. And to have that pleasure, he was put in so much peril. And my God, he did it anyway. The famous story of him speeding and the police in the South telling Jack Johnson when they pulled him over, it cost $200, which is a lot of money back then. It cost $200 if a nigga speeds down these roads. Jack Johnson gave him $400 and said, I'm coming back this way. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones, I sat in a restaurant in Washington, D.C. with Quincy Jones, and he kept just saying women's names and asking me to Google them. He would tell me stories. I met her in Paris, and she said this, and I said that. And there were romantic, beautiful stories of a black jazz musician who found a way from America to live a fucking cavalier life overseas. And my nigga Yassine. Boy, if he said it, you can't prove he didn't mean it. Everything I've seen you do subsequent to your declarations are true. You want to be free. You live that way. At great peril to yourself, at great expense to yourself, at great hardship to yourself. If you stayed here in America, you know, you'd be like any of the rest of us. Millions and millions of dollars and this and that and that movie and this movie and that movie. But there were basic human things that you wanted to explore about yourself and you took what other people thought was valuable you shunned it so you could do what you knew was actually valuable. Well, that's a way. Unfortunately, it wasn't set up for us to be that fortuitous so that they could be more Jack Johnsons and more Quincy Jones or people who didn't even but have a culture to be of that. people that were forced to be there and were able to be there. Well, this is an amazing culture. This is a culture that makes jazz music. This is a culture that makes hip-hop music. This is a culture that does stand-up comedy better than every fucking body. Everybody, Faison. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's more than one solution. I think that people have to do or work in whatever way that is best suited to what the best 
that they have to offer is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so for some people, that will be being in a certain place, whether it be America or Africa or whatever. It's good to have a dynamic group of people um, working in various ways toward a shared common goal, which in this instance is just, you know, freedom. Midnight Miracle.